figure. So that's their dynamic action heroes line. I always make fun of it because they put the eight instead of the A on action. So it's like the dynamic action heroes. I don't know. Whatever. Shut up. Do, 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 do. Small talk. Hey guys, welcome to episode 36 of Small Talk, the show where we talk about absolutely nothing important at all. Joining me, I got Sean. Hey guys. And we got Money Mendez. Yo, what's happening? The boy Eddie. Um, I wanted to thank our friends over at Swato Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode of Small Talk. So if Anyone tuning in live, um, I see you guys. Uh, Mando, Mando Man Strength. That sounds like Zach. Account. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry we're running late, everyone. I had extreme uh, issues with my computer that I've never had before in my life. I thought my computer is actually going to explode, uh, pull a rainer, and I thought I was going to lose it for good. But we're up and running. We're good to go. Uh, just a bit late, so sorry about that. Um, and also, I kind of wanted to touch real quick. We are we have essentially partnered up with Collecting Comics, if you have not noticed, um, or or seen in the kind of the preview for the show. So Sean, he is going to be my new co-host. Um, Eddie and Mario, your guys' own, you guys have your own show at the in and outs of collecting, but you guys will be popping on whenever you can. Uh, I did drop the link for Dean to join. He asked if, uh, if he wanted me to, if you wanted to, if you could join tonight, but he's not, obviously hasn't joined yet. So I don't know if he'll be popping in. Um, but anyways, so yeah, that's kind of what we're going to go moving forward. We're bringing Sean's knowledge and his uh, comic prowess to collecting and the small, kind of the small figure base as well. Uh, it, I thought it would be a good idea. I kind of thought of it, obviously, because there there's a lot of small figures um, that branch out to comic books, and we could really use his knowledge. You know, he does. He collects a quite a few small things as well. Um, but yeah, he, he'll he be joining me uh, as my new co-host. There's going to be a couple new things how that we'll do, as you'll notice today. Um, one of the big things that we kind of want to start off with is talking about, instead of just kind of branching straight off into what we got new and everything like that, what we're going to do is discuss kind of prob- to us what's the biggest um, or I guess kind of what's the talk of the community for the small things. I know I had kind of mentioned the, the Rumble Society Krig, Blood Force, the Blood Force Asia exclusive Mezco figure. Um, I th- that was kind of a shit show. So things like that we'll talk about. We'll kind of skip over here today since we're running a little behind. But um, the other segment that I actually want to kick off are three things we're into or that important to us recently. We're working on the name for the segment, but um, instead of just kind of doing the typical, what we got new this week, that can very well be, be what's important to us this week. Um, But we kind of want to kick things off on, on what we, what we want to do here. So um, if you'd like Sean, 
would you mind kicking it off? Sure. So um, one thing that is important to me this week is this new Goldar that I picked up with the wings. That was important because it really just made the my Power, my Power Rangers villains uh, shelf look a lot better with the Goldar with the wings uh, and matching with the Lord Zed that I have because that's kind of when he gets his wings back and stuff like that. But I think the bigger thing that I'm more excited about is just the big moves I'm making in my collection right now as far as like selling a whole bunch of stuff um, uh, to help fund me getting a new house here pretty soon. So we're pretty psyched about that. Uh, goes into you know being able to pay off some uh old bills that we had and stuff like that uh to kind of free up that money to buy us our dream home so that's kind of the that's kind of the biggest thing for me right now it's that's what we're into as a family so do you have a plan um with how you're selling things which ways are you are you using to sell is it mainly just ebay groups or what are you doing so we have a lot of regulars at the shop that are consistently buying big books and stuff like that. So uh, I reached out to quite a few of them and they came through really. I mean, picking up my uh, first Luke Cage, my, um, uh, my Avengers number three, um, a bunch of first appearances, little books like a, like a first Kamala Khan for she Hulk uh just books books along that th- those lines you know those first appearances a few important stories things like that uh they picked up uh the reveal of hawkeye as ronin which is not a crazy book maybe a 10 15 book something like that but it was those bigger books like the ronin i'm sorry like the um the luke cage the um oh the super scroll first super scroll uh fantastic 418 i believe those were those books that were getting me to the to the uh checkpoints if you will of where i'd be like okay this is a start of a savings account now for for a home and stuff like that so uh main so far it's only been reaching out to to some local collectors here in san antonio who regular the shop and stuff Mm. and uh they came through that's that's awesome how how about for figure collecting or was that kind of considered in, in all of that as well? I mean, the figures have kind of been going off and on just because I was recycling the collection, trying to get into new stuff. But, um, uh, I have not quite made it to the figures yet. Um, I showed on the, on the group chat, my new display case a couple of times and how it's already evolved a little bit. Most of that will probably stay just because it's so new I'm just now kind of getting my my hands into the hot toys and stuff like that and uh, picking up some Star Wars figures here and there, the Power Rangers expanding that, going into the Zeos and stuff like that. Um, so, But I do have a couple of uh, containers full of books still. Going into or, the Zeos? What's that? Uh, the uh, Power Rangers Zeos. So I have like the, uh, the gold Zeo Rangers. It's basically that second like uh, – second series of power rangers where um a lot of the main guys kind of went off what they say due to uh, a contract um contract reasons but the comic books do a really good job at clearing a lot of that up i thought they did a a really good job at that like it uh kind of it kind of fills in the loophole for um like uh, jason trini and zach where 
it turns out that they actually got asked to be like universal power rangers like up in space and kind of like an ambassador like that that was kind of something that happened in the new uh, the new um mighty morphin and power rangers books and okay. uh and uh, in, in in the real life it was more contract stuff but uh that's just kind of where it's at. It's kind of slowing down. I pulled out about 300 extra new book, uh, extra back issue books that I'm looking at offloading and stuff like that. So we're on our way. Gotcha. And Eddie, I know we kind of threw this segment on you. Um, what you kind of mentioned, you're selling some stuff too, or what's been kind of the latest theme on, on your collecting life here. I think collectors always look at their stuff at the beginning of the year you know, and start thinking like, okay, what's this year going to be like? What am I going to, am I going to move some stuff? Am I going to change up some things, you know? Cause that's what I was talking to Sean about is like, I feel like there's a lot of people selling stuff right now and, you know, trying to figure out what they're going to do this year, what, you know, what route they're going to go for collecting. But, uh, for me, man, I, I, I was talking to my brother about this. I always sell stuff and then regret selling stuff. So, um, but Currently, I think I'm super into statues right now, so I'm trying to sell some Hot Toys to get some statue money for, like, the new Mythos line that's coming out for Star Wars, and uh, so I've been selling some Hot Toys to get there, but not not really, I'm not stopping collecting Hot Toys or anything, yeah. I still have a bunch, just uh, ones that I can live without. Yeah, I saw that was a big, that was a big part of your... Um your guys's show i know you guys talked about mythos quite a bit in in your show and no that makes that makes a ton of sense and i know that you had said that you were kind of selling a lot of your collection which i was kind of chuckling to myself about because i've sold you a couple figures from mine so that that's kind of a buy yours (laughs) yeah speaking of which i'm shipping off your fiend figure tomorrow um that I didn't even I didn't even open them up. Honestly, there might even be more in there. I have no no, I'm just kidding. Wow. I I don't even it, he came like pretty well wrapped and to to ship them off, I'd have to completely rebox them and get a new box. So I'm just going to keep them as is. It's going to be easiest and easiest on my psyche so I don't have to look at them. Yeah. But um, I got my first I got one of my first figures from uh, 16 corner. That's where you got them, right? Yep. Yeah. And they wrapped crazy dude it has like yeah. an outer wrap bubble wrap box more bubble wrap like like what the but um for small talk just like while we're doing the three new stuff i this week um well these like past couple of weeks i got my first nendoroid figures so, oh like, okay i know zach really likes him what yeah, which one is that this is um toshiro hitsugaya from Bleach, he's one of the uh, squad captains on Bleach, the anime. Okay. Um, he's I think he's squad captain eleven. I'm I'm not a big anime dude, but I'm starting to get into Bleach. You know that's an old I know that's an old well well liked one, so I got into that. Now I'm super into it, and uh, it's like one of my favorite like things to watch now. So I got him, and then I also my brother got me this for Christmas, but I barely was able to get it from him the other day. But this is a uh, Ichigo. The main guy from Bleach. I haven't opened it up yet, but and that's, that's another kinda... Neandroid. Yeah, yeah. So they're pretty cool figures, man. I mean, they have a ton of accessories, and obviously they don't have a ton of posing. They're like little 
movable Funko Pops, pretty much. But yeah, they're pretty cool, man. I like. Them yeah, I know Zach has gotten one in the past, and he he liked it from what I can remember. Um, I've honestly looked at them in comic book shops when I have been out and about traveling. I've seen them there, and yeah, you know, for that type of figure, I guess um, the more animated style type figure. I don't know what to really call that type with like you know the pop looking the android or. I think they call them chibis or something. Is that what it is? I think that's what. I didn't. I didn't know there's an actual name for them, but yeah. Um, I if I would get one of them, that would be probably be the one. But uh, and that's kind of the that's kind of the theme to for all of us. I would say is what it's looking like is the kind of selling off a lot of our collection for you know, all for different reasons. For you, it's kind of to fund your own collection, Eddie, Sean. It, for you, it's, um, you know, to help some really kind of worthless things like a new house. And for me, it's, for me, it's honestly just coming to the acceptance that my, that I won't be able to display everything I have. Um, that's mainly what it is, you know, for years when I lived in, in apartments, going from apartment to apartment, uh, I, you know, I had all these boxes of things and I, I was like, all right, when I get a house, I'll be able to display them, set up exactly how I want to do. Well, I have a house now and I came to the realization, oh my God, I'm not even getting get, going to get close to displaying all what I need or want to. <laughs> so there's, you know, they, they, these figures and, um, parts of my collection be better off in someone else's rather than just sitting in a closet my own. So that's what I'm kind of doing. Um, it's it's tough. You know, I have a... Hey, Mark. Um, and Manny. Hey, Dylan. Or... Yeah. Wait till that room has to become a nursery. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Manny says we need to work on the logo. Yes, Manny. It is a work in progress still. Um what we have right now is just kind of a Zach, uh, something he drummed up with pretty quick. And as an idea, and we liked it, we're going to kind of mess around with it. The creative side of our shows kind of joining up here is, a, is you know, it kind of happened pretty quick. So the creative side is going to come uh, with kind of some logos and some other things. Um, but, but yeah, going back to selling off some things, you know, there's, there's quite a few things that I I'm needing to get rid of. Um, I got, you know, I'll, I'll everyone, I look through a bunch of things, sell it off. And then I look through it again, find a little more I can sell, but I'm starting to get to the point where it's really hard to sell things off and break up a collection. Like my rogue, I have pretty much the entire rogue one line for hot toys and which is a really good, you know, sought after line and not one that I really want to sell off, but at the same time, it's, you know, six or seven of my figures too. And it just, it, I feel bad breaking it up, but I think I, I will. Um, I already sold my rogue one Vader, uh, just because I have the two pack Tarkin. Um, I also have the quarter scale Vader. So I just, you know, I figured it, maybe it's a little redundant with the, with the quarter scale Vader. It's pretty close to the same one there. So yeah, um, a lot of changes here, but enough about us. We can just kind of kick off the into the news here, see what's going on in the small world. First big thing is 
210 home of barbacoa and big red. I don't know what that means to you guys. Yes, yes, I do. What does that mean? Uh, barbacoa and big red is a, well, big red's a soda. Barbacoa is uh, like a meat we would put into some tacos, and it's a fan favorite here in San Antonio. So gotcha. much so that they'll package it and put it in HEBs or wherever as like a a combo kind of thing for you to buy. It's so strange. A uh, bunch of people tuning in that I, you know, it's awesome. Love seeing everyone joining us here um, that I don't know by by first name. It's it's great to see everyone tuning in. Looks like we're up to 13 already. But uh, anyways, moving on. Mezco Minute. We, uh, we're starting off here. Uh, big announcement that a lot of people have been waiting for. I know they announced this guy back. Ooh. Um... I think this was Comic-Con last year. They they previewed him, didn't solicit him, but Constantine from Mezco. Uh, this, they're labeling it as a deluxe edition. So he's coming with four heads. Um, he comes with like a lighter, a saw, another lighter with a flame effect, a twin blade, moon blade, and then a ton of like spell effects and different hands, like ones with cards and things like that relics all sorts of things looks pretty cool um i did pre-order him i it's far enough out to where i can still cancel him i'm not the biggest constantine fan but if you know obviously i'd rather order and it's easier to sell or cancel the pre-order than it is to get them when it's too late um but yeah that's that's pretty exciting is do you either you guys know much about constantine or would be interested in this no, I mean, I not a big DC reader, so I know that there are quite a few people who still ask about it. I, I probably get asked about him at least once a month at the shop. And uh, some of his bigger stuff came out for like the New 52 is kind of where we uh, end up directing him. But he's he goes back even further than that. So um, I think it's a good look for him, though. I like I kind of he looks like a casual character, you know, like a, uh, I don't want to say like less superhero ish hero, but he's just kind of in his jacket and stuff. You know, you could almost play it off as any character. Yeah. That's a good Stan- point. Standing there out, standing there with his shirt. So, so what's the thing that was going on with this when, cause he, when he was um, first put up the pictures for, they, they had him with the cigarette, right? Yes. Yeah, so, no, glad you glad you brought that up, Eddie. I completely forgot about that. So there's the there's a little bit of controversy. I don't really understand it. So he has a hand with a cigarette in it, you mm-hmm. know, and and I believe there's like smoking effects and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they originally solicited him from their online Comic Con, they showed pictures of it. Well, they eventually re- took him down, and when they put him up for pre order. They didn't show this or anything like that. And they came out and said that, you know, he's still coming with the smoking effect, sort of the cigarette. Um, and I don't really understand a lot. Of, some people were saying it might have been um, the licenses, just saying that they weren't, they didn't want to show that with toys doesn't make any sense to me because it's not consistent like if they can have knives and guns and stuff and solicit a chainsaw but they can't 
show smoking yeah. on a toy. I don't. I don't know. There's <laughs> there's a lot of weird things with that. What do you guys and think? It's like a weird thing too. Like, is this a new thing or is this always happened? Because now I can't. Because I know it happened with the the Gandalf right from um, Asmus recently. They're not going to give him his pipe because of the same thing where they can't like give a toy figure like a smoking pipe or whatever but so they're they're actually like not giving him back at all yeah the gandalf isn't getting the pipe at all but this one they still said they were going to give it it's just not in the pictures right so yeah they they hinted to that in the message i think everyone else is just assuming he's coming with that um they don't really specify here uh, i know in the product description some people were saying that it looks like he's still coming with it but, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't get it. It must be a new thing. I'm not 100% sure. I know a lot of people have been saying Disney's. This has been a big deal with Disney for years. Mm -hmm. And it's now just hitting some of the other licenses in on market. So I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. It you know, kind of sucks, too, because it's a big part of it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like it. What... Sean, have you heard about that at all on the Marvel side or anything maybe like comics are having issues with with something like that now that Marvel's pretty centric Disney owned? I mean, I and mean, you're saying as far as like things being like omitted or censored or Correct. I'm I mean, not really because in King and Black, I mean Null just completely destroyed Century. I don't want to give it away because it's like a big, it's like one huge page panel, and he's just kind of like, my God. You know like, what's funny? Sorry, what? Sean. I was just no, thinking like, or I know you don't read DC comics, but it's funny that DC is censoring this figure and taking away the cigarette hand when wasn't it DC who just printed that Batman book last year that had Batman's the, the bat, the Batwing. <laughs> Yeah. Like, so they can print the dong, but they can't give this figure a cigarette, you know. Um, I just think that's weird. But, I mean, other than it not coming with the cigarette, which would be a really cool accessory, um, I think it's still a great figure. And, and Sean had a good point about you could use this for, like, a background character, uh, just like any. It doesn't have to be Constantine, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's kind of why I ordered them. Um, you know, these type of, of figures are what Mezco, I always say Mezco does best with the soft goods and everything for this scale. There's, you know, second to none in what they're able to do with soft goods and make yeah. these figures look like, look like with these. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see when he comes out on what they'll include, what they want with them. They also finally, another one that they put up for, um... Another one they put up for pre-order after soliciting them a year ago is Morbius, the living vampire. Mm. In their 112 line, this guy looks pretty good. The, I'm pretty excited about these head sculpts. Pre looks pretty menacing. Um, this will be a fun fun guy to pose with with the, with the Spider-Man figures. <laughs> the suit, not 100% sure how what I think of the colors, um, but it, someone was saying it is pretty spot, spot on with the mez, with the comics, but some were saying it's got some Mezco flair. Yeah. God, that, that, that's V down is, that's quite the V neck onesie <laughs> there. If I would ever get one of those. Yeah. 
I'd I'd be you know you make the wrong move and stuff stuff starts it's flopping out of there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Morbius dong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Anyways, yeah. So he comes with like a uh, it says here the multi-layered mobile science lab um, light up function there. Three head sculpts, eight hands, and then in the case he's got, an, he's got monster hunting arsenal, which looks like a little uh, gun and daggers and things like that. Uh, looks like he comes with quite a bit. This one's for their standard price of eighty-five dollars instead of the deluxe, which is a hundred. That's what uh, Constantine was coming in at. They're this one looks like he's going to be available or released September to November 2021. Who knows with Mezco? Constantine, by the way, uh, like I said, is 100 bucks, and that's going August to October 2021. Kind of a quick turnaround for Mezco, but mm -hmm. yeah, no, this guy looks good. Um, or do either one of you guys collect Mezco? I haven't even asked, I don't think. Um, currently, all I have is the Iron Man the the red and gold iron man uh i really That's wanted right. to, yeah i really wanted the uh, stealth suit for a long time but we just weren't able to order them at the shop for whatever reason but uh i also got that thanos coming too so excited about that one that iron man is a really good mezco to have man i used to have that one too it's heavy Die yeah fast. it's um, it's underrated i think in my mind but uh this i I don't collect like all Mezco. I pick and choose. Like I have the Hellboy from the most recent Hellboy film, the not the PX one, the, yep. the regular release. Uh, but it back when I was like buying a lot more, I would have got this. Like I think this one looks really good. I like the screaming head. I like all the accessories he comes with. It'd be great. And I had Blade back when I was collecting them. This would be a great figure to take some pictures with Blade, or even just have him fighting off against Blade. And I'm like. They dropped this at a good time because I'm hyped for this movie. I really want to. I was like in love with the trailers when they came out. I thought it looked really good, and so I'm waiting for that one to drop. But exactly, I think they purposely coincided that a little bit with that with that movie mm -hmm. to get it closer to that timeline. I think that's going to make a big deal with this one being a little sought after. You know, with small things, I don't mind when there's head sculpts and things like this to be done to it. I don't mind. I think that's why I've started gravitating towards Mezco a lot more lately um, over the last couple of years rather than like hot toys or something like that is number one, it's you, you don't have to have a, the exact movie version. What Mezco does well is I know Eddie on your show, you're talking to, or last night on uh, after dark, you were talking about how you like idealized versions of, of yeah. some of your characters like mm -hmm. you're arguing that's what you like about cap mm -hmm. that's what i like about mezco is a lot of their figures are idealized versions of a lot of these characters um mm -hmm. you know kind of the ultimate looking version of them and sometimes there's obviously like in certain cases multiple different versions you can choose from like for like from batman or something like that yeah and it's for me it's just easier to collect as it can be more of a catch all than a specific movie where maybe you're disappointed in them not coming out with every every release they could have or should have you know mm -hmm. i i don't know that's that's just one thing um i was kind of thinking about late at night couldn't sleep just kidding 
Um, all right. The other big thing, I mentioned this at the top of the show. I think this was, in my collecting world, the biggest piece of news. Um, this is Craig the Blood Force. Uh, he is an Asia-exclusive Mezco figure. He is from their Rumble Society, uh, which is their made-up universe within Mezco. Um, you could purchase him as of yesterday at 11 it was i think february 3rd at 10 p.m central standard time to this asian website it after shipping and everything he came out to i want to say 160 dollars or something like that i missed out on him i was going to see if i could try honestly i looked at pictures of him quite a bit long and hard if you know what i'm saying wow um <laughs> wow sup jason but he I honestly not the I'm more of a fan of his accessories. That sword thing is kind of yeah, it is. You know they call it like the scythe at, or cyber scythe. Mm-hmm. I thought that thing was pretty cool and the effects that come with it. Yeah, and that what is that a gun the down there by the the blue and red whatever I can't tell if it's a gun or like a look because it has like a sword handle too. So yeah, the MF one twelve proton cannon. Get it right, Eddie. Wow. You nerd. Wow, dude. Just kidding. I think, <laughs> wow. I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. Uh, the accessories are pretty cool. I think this whole line, like the Benz, this figure, um, the uh, Doc Nocturnal, I think those all look way cooler than the Gomez's. I think the Gomez's are hype, and these, like, because these are, like, they have their own look, you know, and, like, all the Gomez's look alike to me, so... Right, no, you're you're 100% right. The Gomez is what I typically am looking for on, you know, based off of what I like, don't like, is typically everything but the head sculpts. Um, yeah. it, you know, the heads, I don't, you know, I'll throw some skulls on there. Yeah. I all like hair to make them look cool. It's mainly the the bot, the armor or the clothing, the soft goods, mm. whatever they'll come with, and then the accessories. Like in this guy's case, it's a looks to be pretty intense. Um I was the a one little... thing. The, the oh, one sorry. thing I did notice, or two things, I guess. The head reminds me of the machines from Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Oh and, yeah, like the Sentinels or whatever. And he's got Cable's chest mm-hmm. on him, and I was like, oh, they're using those molds, you know? It's it's genius, you know. They they're making money off of yeah remolds, repaint parts. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of Mez, a lot of Gomez figures are are bits and pieces of figures they've already done. And, you know, these, this line, since there's no licensing fees or thing in anything like that, it's, it's genius how they're getting off with it. And I'm sure, you know, it's allowing them to expand and keep releasing figures that they normally wouldn't, you know, we've seen companies like Chronicle not come out of this COVID thing on very well or at all. Um, some companies struggle are struggling I think it's a good idea to to keep on it for them. Uh, I know some people are disappointed that they're going too far in this, but I want to say Bill from Dorklair, um, he came out with a stat, or it may have been one of the admins of the Facebook groups I'm in with Mezco, where they said the their regular non-Rubble Society or Gomez uh, figures they've came out with the same amount as they typically do or more 
so they've just these have just been like a cherry on top for them and i think it's been great uh they've recently the last uh starting today they've showed a yellow and a black version of him and in in the teases they say the the Krig are coming i know a lot of people are saying Krig in i want to say swedish or another language means war so some people are saying like this guy's name is just war the blood force Mm -hmm. or is blood force like the type of army there's a lot to that i'm sure they'll they'll expand on what with this but he does come with a head sculpt i don't have the picture here here it was a blue it's a blue head sculpt um it's it's definitely different it's a i i like the helmet like you said is a little out there but i'm i'm excited about it overall it's weird that it doesn't come with a with a second helmet or head like don't i feel like all of the the um rumble society stuff has come with multiple heads yeah, I like I said, he does come with an unmasked head sculpt. I just oh, he don't does? have it oh, included. Okay. Yeah, he does. My man. Um, I I might be able to pull it up here. I'll, I don't think I will quick enough. You know but... what though? They're they're doing a great job at like bringing their own like characters to life. You know, in a good story. What seems like a good story. You know, I haven't had a chance to read any of the books yet, but just seeing the figures in general, like it seems interesting. Yeah, they there's a lot that they can where they can take it. They've still kept it fairly vague. Um they've alluded to a certain or to certain things here and there like how uh Gomez is essentially an assassin that jumps dimension to dimension. Um th- you know, things like that. They've just been very vague on. There's a lot of room for them to expand. I don't see them doing it um until they have a full out kind of force to work with and to play off of to where you know they'll show everyone in the comic we've either seen or had a figure of by now i think if it, hopefully it gets there um the comics are typically very very short so i think when if they eventually you know move it to mass production uh i think you know we could really see some cool things but uh, moving on, just real quick, kind of bringing everyone's attention. So they, if everyone remembers, they did a Baker's Dozen uh, weapons pack a couple months ago that they released. Uh, you know, you can use these obviously with with uh, any one twelve figure. Yeah, you know, there's all types of guns there. Uh, it's been sold out for a while, but they have announced on the thumbnail for it saying series two coming soon. Uh, so something just to watch there. Uh, and Sean, I know you had said you ordered the Thanos and you had gotten another email about it being delayed. Uh, what did it get delayed to again? Yeah. So it says it should start shipping March to May. So if it's going like a lot of this stuff, it'll probably be, be closer to May ish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's not too far out. I, I actually got an email from Mezco. Which is fair, if anyone knows Mezco, they're a little too much like, um, how can I say it, Hot Toys for my liking with with how they update <laughs> update people and communicate and do their own marketing. Um, but they recently sent out an email to me um, that, I, that was pretty appreciated by everyone. It says, Mezconians, over the coming weeks, we're targeting to ship out a range of items. 
and wanted to give you a heads up to prepare as needed the MezcoCon 2020 Fall Edition Bodega Box, which is like the uh, a ver another version of Gomez. And finally, thank you, Toy Magic Toy Factory in China, uh, Superman 1978 Edition, and Iron Fist are some of the figures they mentioned. Um, I just got an email today saying that Superman 1978 will be shipping, which me or will be charging on February 8th, and they have they essentially say it'll ship within 20 days of that. Um, but yeah, they also said, make note, we will be hosting an online event in February, hint, hint, that will have a toys chest, patent pending, with similar price tag to last year, Mr. Slugfest is aiming to ship out this, ship this out ASAPs, so this item will not be a pre-order, please be sure to double check your order info and dust off those display cases. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of a nice little update that they provided to everyone, I, an interesting they said if Mr. Slugfest is obviously where where you go on their website to order um, a lot of their Rumble Society things. It's called Slugfest Emporium of Badassery. Uh, but that's that's where you'll want to go if you want to order some things or if you see some things pop up in this month that you'll want to see. Um, moving on to Mofex. Infinity War, I, Doctor Strange finally got released. Uh, he looks a lot better than I thought he would. <laughs> the one picture still definitely looks like, like on that right picture with his, <laughs> just his regular face, <laughs> it looks like he's wearing eye, eyeliner or something. Um, but for what Mofex has done before, it doesn't look terrible. I, I know there's a lot of pictures. I don't, I didn't do it justice here. But showing off the soft goods cape, and that looks fantastic, actually. Are, Sean, are you considering this? You know, I always have a hard time between SH Figure Arts and Mofex, you know, and figuring out which one will, will pair better with my in-game display. But this looks amazing. Like, he just looks cleaner, you know. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm a huge fan of the uh, effect piece it has right there. But it's it's already more dynamic than the one that SH Figuarts has. Mm. So I think this looks really good. Um, with the whole SH and Mofex thing, I think it depends what your main stuff is. Like, do you have more SH? Because isn't Mofex a little bit bigger scale than SH? Because SH is like true six inch scale or whatever. Right, and I guess it kind of goes back to like how do you how do you imagine the character? You know, like who do you think's taller, or who do you want to be taller? Yeah. Like I, I personally wouldn't want Doctor Strange to be too much taller than even like a like an Iron Man or something like that. You know, he so, is pretty tall, right? Cumberpatch is tall in real life too. I think um, the face. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say on the one on all the way on the right. I thought you were gonna say the the facial expression you were gonna tell. It looks like he's sniffing a fart or something. Like he's kind of like he's got his left eyebrow up and his you know he's got a little smirk on his lip too. And like he's kind of smelt something kind of crazy when that snap. I don't know. Kind of does. <laughs> um, but that's the better looking head sculpt. So I didn't want to shit on both of them. I don't. Benedict I don't think the oh, likeness is all the way there. That's yeah. That's me. The one, and it does look a little darker than the one on the right, so it could, obviously, you know, that famous 
saying could be the lighting. Um, yeah, true. So you never know. We'll have to see some more pictures once these are in hand. Benedict Cumberbatch, by the way, is six foot, so not extremely big oh, okay. like I thought he was. But I think for act- some actors, that's pretty good size. Um, this one looks to be released November 2021. It's up on Big Bad Toy Store for $150, which is pretty spendy. Uh, that kind of tells me this must have been an exclusive. I wasn't able to find anywhere about Wait, it being an exclusive. Isn't he a higher price because of the arms? That's it what it is. It could right? have been. Um, he did come with a ton of accessories, like obviously, like the like you said, the multiple arms that attached to his back, all the different effects. Um, yeah, it... That could be a reason, but typically when we see smaller figures that highly priced, I think, oh, that was an ex- exclusive that Big Bad Toy Story had to pay full price for. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I just, I didn't know if Moffix had those. I know SH or Bandai has their web exclusives. I didn't know Moffix was the same way. Yeah. Sean, why did you just PM Cumberbatch? Oh, you're on mute. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to call out Eddie, but... Did I, I pronounce it cum- wrong? I heard him say Cumberpatch. <laughs> it's Cumberbatch? So, My bad. So, so, uh, My bad, dog. Cumber, uh, cucumber patch. Idea, idea for, for next show. Oh. <laughs> Benedict Cucumber Patch. Um, all right, we should probably move on. Well, they all... Mothex also finally put up Homelander. This looks a lot better than I was thinking. Uh, he comes, looks like, with three head sculpts. And they don't look as bad as they initially showed. Uh, what do you guys think? I oh, think it looks really right. good. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. yeah, I sure. think... <laughs> Sean, you haven't seen this yet, so that's probably why you weren't speaking. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I like I like his angry face with the red eyes and stuff. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. But other, other than that, I mean, from what I've seen in memes or just like little clips. So, yeah, I think the smirk, the smirk or grin face, and the the screaming face are the two best. Uh, but none of them are horrible. Like they did a really good job. I think it's the best looking of any figure we've seen of him so far, right? So far, yeah, we'll we'll have to see what um what NECA's looks like, mm-hmm. but yeah, I <laughs> I think I think this looks a lot better than what they initially showed. It's a little bit of a bummer. They gotta do themselves justice, man. All the Metsco has the same problem where they're it's opposite of the one six game where you know one six everyone's worried about the head sculpt softening up and getting worse and. I can't tell you how many times I've opened up a Mezco and it's been better than what the proto pictures or the um, solicitation pictures have shown and made it look like. It's been better than that in person. So, yeah, I they, they got to do a better job at that, but I don't know exactly how that's going to work with the flap. Uh, some people are saying possibly just an exchangeable part there. You can kind of see um, underneath his pecs yeah. there's like a line so i'm get. i wonder if that's just going to be a attachable and detachable part mm-hmm. so yeah we'll just have to see um moving on 
to the McFarland land pretty quiet, which we can't say very often. Next show, we'll just get murdered with McFarland news. <laughs> but they have, as of last night, still had this guy up for pre-order. It's the Batman White Knight Red Edition. Uh, it's a Target exclusive going for nineteen ninety nine, and looks to be released for street date of March 28th. So if you miss out on the pre-order, you can still probably pick it up then. <laughs> this is called the red edition, but it's more kind of brown. Am I colorblind, or is that actually what it is? No. Yeah, you're like a light purple, almost. Yeah. That's what I see. Yeah, okay. I was the just red editions sure. are like Target exclusives, right? Is right, that yeah, that's, that? yeah, that's why they call them that. And Normally they, try, they are red, though. Yeah, they try and keep their exclusives red for Target. And I noticed G.I. Joe is the same way with that. Um, and I, It's kind of a weird theme, or cool theme, slash weird. I know Zach pointed out they dropped Batman Beyond pre-order this, this morning as well. Um, hey, Hildago, nice to have you join us. Uh, I watch your posts quite a bit in Six Scale Scavengers group, so Same. welcome, buddy. This, um, uh, I like this figure a lot, dude. I love <laughs> this line, this Batman line, and uh, go ahead, Dylan, what's up? Oh, I was just laughing Creamsicle. at Zach calling it the Creamsicle Edition. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's for guy. sure what it is. Um, but yeah, he said the Batman pre- beyond pre-order drop this this morning i think we mentioned on the last show the day it was going to drop so zach if you're paying attention it shouldn't be a surprise um all right with super seven they made some big news uh over the since the last show the biggest one by a lot was this thundercats ultimate vehicle this is a, they're calling it a Thunder Tank. It's going for $500 on Big Bad Toy Store or $450 or $449.99 on Entertainment Earth. And I think it's free shipping there, so if you can get it there, that'd probably be the best. Um, it's 27 inches long and 17 inches wow. wide. They're saying it can fit, excuse me, Fit up to six of these figures. Then mm-hmm. these figures are pretty good sized as well. So just to yeah, I uh, this is this thing is going to be enormous. I think you guys are close to my age. Where did or did you guys get into Thundercats at all? You know, I I don't recall ever having Thundercats, but I remember like. Going over to friends' houses and you know they had them and stuff like that, um, but man for that for that price tag, I mean, does it have a remote control? You know, can you drive it? I don't think so. I think it just is the plain size. So a big thing with like that a lot of people were comparing it to relatively close to the Razorcrest size. Um. You know that that it's going to be that big, and that thing was you know three hundred fifty dollars, which obviously is a bigger company. They can keep that down. I think this may even be a little bit bigger than it. I I can't remember exactly the dimensions. Oh yeah, the it's twenty inches wide and thirty inches long as the Razor Crest. So I'm uh, just it's... not sure. I guess I'm just not sure like how that's going to fit into a collection. You know, I guess without some more context. For Thundercats, like, 
Like it's not like a Batmobile, you know. At least I think, or like a or like the Razor Crest. I don't know. I I so I did not. I watched Thundercats when I was really little. I remember watching it. You do. I didn't watch it all the time. Um, but yeah, I can I can recall being really little and watching it. Maybe like I think they played the older cartoons earlier in the morning, so I would watch it when my mom got ready for work or something. Or, but um, I used to love it back then, and I still like if I hear the theme song, I'll know exactly. You know, it'll nostalgia for me. But it's not like I'm a su- super huge Thundercats fan. But I think it's cool, even if it is a little pricey. I think it's cool that they're doing the tank because. A lot of people, when this line started, were worried that, you know, how far they were going to go into it. A lot of Thundercat fans have been let down with certain lines before because it wasn't completed. And I like that they're going all the way in with this line and even going to the tank. I feel like, I know we don't, you know, we don't necessarily see the draw here. But from so far from what I've heard is people were fans of this. Like, this is their, this is their, um... Uh, why am I blanking on the? You just said it. The Mandalorian the, ship. Oh, the Razor, the Razor Crest. Crest. Yeah, this is their Razor Crest. You know, a lot of people are seem to be pretty hyped on this. Well, and also just like you know, I remember seeing a lot of um, not a lot, but we have like a, a nice small section at the shop where it's like loose Thundercat toys and stuff like that, and you get like the the Battle Cats and things like that, and I mean, really, you've besides that kind of stuff, it's hit or miss on like a good solid line of them right mm-hmm. definitely yeah uh i you know super seven zach and i were he was telling me about how much of a super oh. seven what um sorry i cut you off man I, no i was i remembered that i think this is up on sideshow too <laughs> for 450 you can is order it? it on Sideshow, yeah, and get payment plans, Danny. So, four fifty is a little high for you, bro. Just hit up the payment plans, dude. There you go. Uh, yeah, but what I was saying is, Super Seven they seem to dive into their licenses pretty heavily. You know, they they don't half-ass licenses. They do a good job of giving giving us everything that you would want in the line they they're pretty far into the thundercats line so and i'm glad that they're like you said i'm glad they're doing it glad they're diving in it'd be, it'd be nice to see a lot of other companies do it the way they do again i i know we've talked about this a couple times i like how they also do their pre-orders in windows i'm a fan of that rather than you know cutting either cutting pre-orders off or the pre-order selling out without a whole lot of luck there, um, and yeah, I I'm a fan of it. I'm glad they're doing it. I'm I'm not gonna buy it. I was never a big Thundercats fan. Not I guess not that I don't like it. It just I was never a fan. Never got into watching it. And to put it in perspective, so this one is 27 inches long. The Razor Crest is 30 inches long. And it's going to be 17 inches wide, and the Razor Crest is 20 inches wide. So it's not obviously not going to be as tall, but it's going to be about close to the same size as that thing. Um, so that'll, and you know, to be able to make it so it can fit a bunch of those figures in, it's, I think that's going to be pretty cool. 
as famous Jameis Winston says, if we gonna do it, we gonna do it big. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, speaking of which, they also announced a couple new big licenses. They announced they're doing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And Sean, I'll let you take this over, but real quick, they they announced um, you know Red Ranger, Green Ranger, Rita Repulsa, Petty Patrol, Pudgy Pig, Megazord, and they're doing these in the Reaction line, Super Cyborg, and Ultimates. So all sorts of different shapes and sizes. Sean, I know you were pretty jacked about this. You getting any of these? You know what? Like, I might have to check out their uh, their reaction line because that's kind of like what we all grew up with. If you ha- if you had a Power Ranger toy, you had those little those little uh, figures and stuff. And I I just keep thinking like, what if you had a a, a new Fliphead? You know, oh, of, cool. of some of these guys, that would be awesome. And I think like uh, I don't really know about how I feel about Rita right now. I mean. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check it out. But if if we got like, I guess it's the the three and three quarters size, or maybe just slightly bigger, slightly smaller. But if it was a flip head, I think I'd be like, I think I'd be pretty psyched about that. You know, because those were some of my favorite figures when I was a kid. Um, I'm also interested in seeing what they're gonna do with this Megazord, and um, see how that comes out because I think it comes with a couple other things. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of taking me back the nostalgia. Yeah, that, I was again. This was this was definitely in my age group. I had a ton of friends into Power Rangers. I could never get super mm-hmm. into it. at the time. At the time, that was when I was into you know like Jurassic Park and mm-hmm. um, Jaws, things like yeah. that. That was about when I moved on to after the dis the, you know those those animated movies. But I I never got super into them. But that logo man that logo brings me back i saw that all the time growing up eddie are you a big power rangers fan yeah i i remember watching the mighty Morphin movie when i was a kid a lot yeah um the vhs you know but so yeah i love mighty Morphin. um i didn't really get anything get into power rangers past mighty Morphin, but uh i'm interested to see the ultimates line you know yeah the ultimates line is pretty good with uh tmnt and yeah. So I'm interested to see what those figures look like. They're not Super Seven's a little bigger, right? It's not like one twelfth completely. No, like yeah, inch. it's it's yeah, it's seven inch. So I know I know a lot of people um kind of compare them to NECA. That was a big thing, Damien and I, whenever we would we had a tough time appreciating what Super Seven was doing because a lot of their ultimates come in around forty to forty-five dollars, and it's just not the value doesn't seem to be there. But I do know it is quite a bit better quality than Neca does. Better. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking of the Lightning Collection, right? Because the Lightning Collection is doing all the Mighty Morphin line right now, right? And if we're comparing right. it to that, I would go with this just because oh, I don't yeah. like the like gummy and they're in collaboration for the lightning collection you know they're in right. collaboration with with hasbro on this so i mean oh, i'm wow. sure they're gonna have some kind of some kind of say because they don't want to they can't completely take their their lightning collection line with it's, with these new guys you know what i mean they have to do something i think a little bit different size wise i think 
We're seeing Hasbro do that quite a bit now. You know, that's another good talking point is Hasbro recently, they've been kind of expanding their license to other companies to do. Um, I don't, I'm guessing they're just selling, you know, they're part of the license. So like, I know they do it with, they've done it with GI Joes in the past and we've seen them do it with 3A GI mm-hmm. Joe. Uh, you know, 3A has produced some and GI Power Joe Rangers. once, once six figures. Yeah, and and Power Rangers and Hasbro's had a lot of say and put their brand all over that as well. So yeah, it's it's cool. Um, we're seeing, like Danny said here, we're seeing Super Seven get more and more light licenses and lines to go down. And like I said, they when they do it, they do it big. So. Should be pretty cool. Some other licenses real quick to run through. I don't know anything about this, but (laughs) it seemed pretty significant. Uh, They obtained Silver Hawks. Apparently they have some of the merch already on their store. Um, But I'm guessing figures are going to be coming with this. And then... it's too old for me. Yeah, I know. Me too. Silver Hawks at all. Me neither. This one was a big one too. They announced a Godzilla license. Um, This was a pretty big deal. They... I believe they're going to do a couple different versions of this, but they're starting in their reaction figures for now. I think that's all what was confirmed was reaction, which is three, three and three quarter inch mm-hmm. or three and three or yeah, inch scale. Five coin articulation stuff. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are still confused. What got where God, they're going to get Godzilla figures besides sh figure arts because as everyone knows unfortunately NECA lost the license to godzilla mm-hmm. so a lot of people are curious on where that license went i don't know if it's going to be super seven it doesn't seem to be yet as this is you know a completely different scale going to be different quality all of that we'll we'll have to see um i know that when they lost the license a big thing they said is that they were their price point of NECA Godzilla's was too close to the kid version of Godzilla, kids versions of Godzilla, and it was a little bit too much cannibalizing, so they took it away. I hope that's not the case. I hope they actually come with out with someone comes out with Godzilla lines um, near NECA's pricing. They also announced uh, Star Trek Next Generation reaction figures coming out so that you know they got a couple teases here for them that looks pretty cool yeah they just they got licenses everywhere and the music's everything oh, um and here would i who was that you eddie that pointed this this out in our yeah, chat i sent it out because i thought i thought sean would be into it i know he's not a dc guy but if they do marvel stuff that would be pretty cool i i like that that funko's doing these i think that's yeah so Pops announced uh, their first their first pop figure uh, vinyl figure from Action Comics, and it's Superman from the first Action's com- Action Comics. Kind of a retro throwback style boxing and, and figure. It looks, I think it looks pretty cool. It's a cool idea. Uh, just another thing Pop can go all into. Because well, when I first started collecting uh, Funko. They had released some first appearance, like Wonder Woman, first appearance Superman, uh, first appearance Batman, and I was kind of, I was getting into those, but I think this is way cooler if you could have, because I wonder if they're like actually putting a reprinted comic in there, 
with that would be even cooler, you know, a comic in the back. Cause okay, so cause like I collect these now with Funko, um, pop, hip hop, yeah, the, yeah. the hip hops and stuff. Oh, yeah. Black okay, Sabbath. yeah, yeah, yeah. So these actually come with hard cases, which I didn't know. So that'd be pretty sick. Like if that came with hard case covers, so that you didn't have to buy cases for them and. I think it's cool that they're doing stuff like that, man. I think it's really unique, and I think that you know, I think I think Superman is a great way to start with this. One of the more iconic comic books out there, you know. Uh, I mean, imagine if they figure out a way to put like a Batman swinging through Detective Comics, right? Oh, you know, like yeah. on a clear, like on a clear base or something like that. Yeah. I would, I'd be into something like that if I had to go DC. You know. Um, I think the only way this could have been better is if they would have figured out some way for the pop to uh, have the green the green car. But I think it's super simple. I think this is something you just you buy, you make sure the box looks clean, and you put it on the shelf and you appreciate it. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think another reason why they would do something like Action Comics is that book is just so out of reach for the majority of collectors when i say majority it's more like 99% of collectors will not be able to have this book unless it's some sort of like a reprint facsimile you know something yeah. printed new um they did a good job quite a few years ago of doing different print runs of action comics and stuff like that and even the uh, first reprint goes for quite a bit um i think it would be How a lot much of fun. Does it go for? Um, we had a copy of it at the shop. I think it was pretty beat up, but it was it was like eighty to a hundred or something like that, I wanna say. And that was just for a reprint. Oh, um wow. I'm sure if it was a lot cleaner it would have gotten a lot more if it was graded. But um even something like that for a reprint is yeah. is, is is crazy. Another so, cool thing about oh, these that uh, I just want to mention really quick is, displayable wise, you could take that that um, outer part off so it just displays in the case. Mm. So that's pretty cool too. If you don't like, you know, want it the to look like signs. a pop in a box, yeah. So yeah, I think they're cool, man. No, yeah, that would be cool. It's it, you know, we don't. I always say it. We don't feature a couple different brands on here enough. Pop Funko Pops, at one of them. Um, so, you know, anytime you guys want to talk about it or any fans or any listeners want us to cover them, just let us know what you want us so, to cover and we'll pop it on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Eddie, what do you think about this whole thing with Funko and, and the pops, like them being like the next Baney babies and stuff? Everybody's like, when's the market crashing? Where's the market crashing? But I feel like they've done a good enough job to be unique and reproducing newer things that keeps it fresh why do collectors want to see a collecting thing burn some you know like on friggin batman like some collectors just want to see the world burn (laughs) um but anyway i don't think pops would ever lose their steam not like beanie babies because pops have so many licenses and they they make so many niche things that people get into like even myself like i started collecting pops now i'm into all this other stuff but i still collect pops because where else am i going to get a collectible black sabbath figure in an album yeah. you know what i mean or like i have a freaking 
I have this over here. Who's gonna make action figures of Eminem um, from Eight Mile? Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, like like Dean like Dean got um, Post Malone or you know was yeah, on the lookout yeah. for Post Malone or you know Manny with office figures. You're not gonna mm -hmm. find find them you know like you said in any other lines that yeah they that and that's what pop does best you know they obtain every license they possibly can get their hands on and they they come down and you know you'll see people all over the place collecting these they're so popular they and have so a simple little, yeah they have yeah. a little bit of something for everyone that's the biggest thing mm -hmm. um but yeah so, I guess moving on there. No, that was a good shout, Eddie. Glad you brought that one up. That that was pretty cool. Um, from what we know right now, they're they're popular. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, from what we know, wow, man. I don't think this is up for pre-order yet. I didn't get a date on when it is, um, but we'll we'll keep you guys updated if we find anything out. Moving on to Bandai, we got some monster art news here. This was probably one of the bigger uh, solicit pre-order releases that we saw in recent weeks. Um, this was this is Godzilla vs King Kong. They released Godzilla and King Kong figures, uh, part of their monster arts line. These two look awesome. It gave a little bit away with what with the weapon that. Kong uses it's obviously like a spike a or something off of yeah off of Godzilla's back but I don't know do you guys see you guys saw the trailer for this right yeah okay yeah no I'm freaking jacked for this movie I've said from the get-go that this was the movie I last year when it was supposed to come out last like October or something that was that this was the movie I was most jacked for I've been waiting on this for way too long what what a lovely movie to watch. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, I'm hyped. Um, I, I really loved King of Monsters, so this is kind of like the continuation of that one, right? So Yeah, and even uh, Kong Skull Island is not a terrible movie either. That's no, very like watchable, that too. In, yeah. in my opinion. Um, I think they do a, quite a few things in there to try and set this up. Like, you know, they... They allude a lot to Kong being young in that mm. in that movie. They talk about how young he is and how much more he has to grow. Uh, so mm. you know now, and that was I believe in like the '60s. So you know now we're it's almost 80 years. Wow, 80. It's <laughs> you know we're pushing we're pushing I think about 50 <laughs> years later. So yeah. you know it's he's had quite a bit of time to grow. So I'm pretty jacked about it. Um, moving on to NECA news real quick, kind of before our mid-break here. Um, they announced they're re-releasing a couple TMNT from the 19, TMNT figures from the 1990 movie. A couple two-packs. I'm pretty jacked about it, actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna get them, but I'm jacked that they're doing this by no way, shape, or form. Do they need to be not not re-releasing figures you know they're NECA these are 20 to 30 dollar figures it's you know Mezco has a problem with not re-releasing anything but that's a whole another conversation on if they should or not NECA you know people just want these things they don't want yeah. them for the 
collectible value. You see a lot of people just wanting these because they want them rather than to resell them or, you know, for the value. So what they're re-releasing are the Splinter and Shredder 2-pack and then the Soldiers 2-pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Foot Soldier 2-pack. They're both going for $51.99 on NECA's online store. And it's actually open until February 12th. Uh, so make sure to get your order in before then. It's kind of a window type thing. Um, so yeah, make sure you get your order in if you'd like. But uh, you neither one of you... Oh yeah, Eddie, you said you collect TMNT? Yeah, um, I have some of the movie stuff. Uh, I already have all of these figures. But, really? Um, yeah, I I try to keep current with the movie stuff anyway. I'm not. The, I don't collect the animated line. But um, I I think it's cool, man. I NECA cares a lot about their fans, and it, you know these are super hard to get, almost on par with Joes that are coming out. You know, people can't find them, and I think it's cool that they offer these reissues on their site where you can pre-order kind of like super seven where you pre-order they make that amount and that way no one can say i didn't have a chance to get it right yeah especially with a army builder like the foot soldiers you know that's another great i mean i'm sure people are going to order as much of those as they can to to do their army building right yeah no i i'm a fan of that window method you know it's so much better of an experience rather than going on Target's website and things selling out in seconds due to bots. You know, it's a it's a good way to combat that. I think NECA really tried a bunch of different ways to combat it, and this was one of the few ways that they've been able to. Like I said, I know they've had their hands tied with licenses. They've stated that before in videos to where they don't have a choice on if things are going to be, you know, like a Target or Walmart exclusive. Yeah. A lot of times on these licenses, they don't have a choice there. So... You know, I feel for them, and like you said, Eddie, they they do care about their fans. They do want everyone to get the figures. They're not they're not sitting in the background, sitting there like, oh yeah, I can't well, wait for half our fan base to not buy these. So jacked about it. <laughs> and uh, like you were saying, I forgot who I was watching recently that alluded to that. That um, they're obviously doing these exclusive things right because they get something out of it. Um. They're selling them to Walmart or Target because it's a pre-sold lot. They make all of their money up front with however many they sell to them, and then it's Walmart's problem after that. Like, NECA made their money. But I think it's cool that, like, after they've done their deal with Walmart, like you said, they put them back on their site. So, like, it kind of it works yeah. out for both Walmart and NECA. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's definitely ways, you know, in around that. Um but, you know, they see what's happening with, like, Walmart and Target's websites when they sell out immediately, and that's not something they want to do. And, like you said, it is, a, in a way, hands-off for NECA, but it ultimately falls on, looks to fall on them when things sell out in two seconds and people, you know, Hasbro, like I said, is dealing with it right now in all sorts of ways. And a big, a big thing that, like I said, what NECA has said is, you know, in order for us to attain this... For instance, I, I'm not saying this is 100% true, but they've said, like, in order for us to attain this 1990 TMNT movie license, for us to make these figures, it was written in that we have to release Iggy's 
as an exclusive, you know, like as a GameStop yeah. exclusive or something like that. Yeah. So at that point, like to a certain extent, to make the figures, they don't have a choice. But yeah, like you said, it it is nice for them in the in the way you know sometimes it may be a choice just because it's they get to be pretty hands off with things. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, I think one of you guys posted this in the chat too. Um, they also released the unarmored version of the ultimate assassin predator from. The Predator movie. This guy is pretty big. I think that someone said he's almost 11 inches tall. Or she, right? It might... No, the other one was a female, I think. They said something like that. But uh, they already... It's kind of a repaint of... Or a redo, in a way, of their old one they did. Uh, it was just armored. This one is obviously unarmored. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm probably not going to get it. I was pretty disappointed in the movie overall, but... So you, you watch this movie? Yeah. I okay, I don't understand this. I know the first one that released was the armored and it was in the like gray color. I thought his skin was the armor. So yes. for this one, what is it? Is it cuz he's brown like the armor went away or cuz I don't even remember two in the movie. I remember the, the one. Maybe I got to rewatch it. No, I I need to rewatch it too and you're I'm right there with you. Where I thought, yeah, the the knives and shit that he was, or sorry, that he was flinging out was coming yeah. out of his skin, like you said, it looked like, like his, yeah, his, uh, yeah, I, I don't know really what is going on there. They, yeah, they make it look like it's coming out of the gauntlets. I don't know if that's a way to just make it work with the figure, or if that's actually something. I know someone was saying that they had to change the predator. Like a big reason the Predator didn't do that great or didn't come off as that great in the as a movie, is because is because it had to get redone so many times. Um, I'm I wasn't a fan of the way they did it in the movie. It did seem like they just made a Predator movie to make a Predator movie at that point. Yeah. Like I, I thought the AVP ones and even Predators uh, was so much better, uh, entertaining in my in my mind, but. Yeah, I I don't 100% know. I know this when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, okay, this reminds me a little bit more of the that actual character in the movie, that actual predator, but um yeah, I don't know. I'll have also, to watch it. Just a like I guess a minor complaint on like for me. Why not instead of doing like a second super predator, why haven't they done the dog yet? Like I would have rather seen a dog before seeing a second one of these, because I thought the dogs were cool, you know. No, yeah, I I agree. I think it's a good sign that they're still coming out with figures for this movie. So hopefully that means that there is more stuff coming out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, kind of talking still with net with Neca here and redos repaints. They also are doing a repaint version of their King Kong. Uh, this is an illustrated version, is what it's called. There's all sorts of different paints on it. Um, this is based. This is go- starting off as a Walmart exclusive, going to be released February to March 2021, uh, and then it'll be released as a standard edition, I believe. After that, I don't really. I right away I was like, "What is up with this figure?" I don't get 
why yeah. there needs to be an illustrated version at all. But yeah. the paint scheme, apparently, it has to do with an artist that worked worked on them or a uh, artwork that it's based on Basil Gogos. Sorry if I'm butchering that name. Artwork for the cover of a 1974 issue of the famous Monsters of Filmland magazine. So apparently that's what it's based off of. Um, they also are. They also showed pictures, and I believe it's up for pre-order now. The Ultimate Tales from Mar from Space Marty, where he comes obviously like in the hazmat suit. You know those cool boxes that they have, and that looks to be released February twenty twenty one. All right. So before we kick off Sean's segment here. Uh, we want to thank our friends over at Wada Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode of Small Talk. You can find them on Instagram at Wada Scrapyard and on Facebook and eBay as well. They make 3D printed parts for hard-to-come-by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles as well as resin-printed head sculpts of dozens of different characters in the Star Wars universe. If you don't see a character on their Instagram page, send them a message and they can get the design and printed for a reasonable fee. All right, Sean, it is your time, man. I know this is something you want to talk about. We'll kick it off to collecting comics. So, um, the uh, the big, I guess, the bigger news in comics right now is still just the last run. And it, uh, this book has been iconic. It's it spanned multiple uh, uh, tens of years, and uh, so they did. They did announce that it was going to be released February 17th for issue number two. And that uh, because it got pushed back again, it pushed also pushed back issue number three, which is supposedly getting released in May. But um, in March, we have the director's cut to look forward to. And that's going to, I think it's going to be at about an $11 book. And uh, it's going to come out with a bunch of, um, notes from Kevin Eastman and uh, concept designs and panel designs of what was omitted from the uh, from the main story, and I think that's going to be the bigger book to look out for, just because it's taken so long for them to uh, it's taken so long for them to release this series. Uh, but other than that, that's kind of there's nothing else crazy. If you're wanting to get into some comics. Read Marvel's King in Black. Um, What's that about? So King in Black is about Null. Uh, he's a character that came out in Venom. Uh, first appearance of uh, first appearance was in Venom number three, the Donny Cates uh, okay. edition, and he just basically been jumping through different storylines like uh, Silver Surfer Black and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, things like that, and uh, everything's finally come to uh, his master plan of what he's kind of doing to everybody. Basically, uh, just doing what most of these villains try to do, uh, these cosmic villains try to do is destroy Earth and things like that. But things are starting to get connected to uh, in, in a bigger way, I think, because um, with the coming of all these cosmic characters like Null, they're also kind of inching, I feel like they're inching closer and closer to the main continuity of um, of the Thanos win storyline, 
even I think it was around when Empire dropped, there was a uh, panel that kind of just showed like what the future had to hold and stuff. And it revolved around Thanos and eventually him conquering and winning as, as they say, I guess. Um, and then as far as DC goes, their future state, it's, it's kicking butt right now. I mean, it's not doing super crazy good, but it's still doing good enough for them to uh, be able to promote these characters. I know some of the bigger stories like, um, uh, I think Wonder Woman's doing pretty well. Uh, the Superman, looking forward to that. Those and uh, Dark Detective, things like that. Um, but that's going to run through uh, February. Other than that, I think the biggest thing is just this last Ronin. I mean, people ask about it. They've been asking about it since, I think, when the first issue came out in November. People are like, hey, do you have uh, last Ronin number one? And we're like... Hey, there's a third printing coming out. You know, there's a back back when it was a second printing and things like that. I mean, you don't have it right now. And they're like, we're like, no, no, this thing has been sold out for so long. So mm. if you have the chance to get Last Ronin, don't sleep on it. Uh, you're going to be waiting a long time to get a, a trade paperback or a hardcover of it. So I'm not a big TMNT fan, mm-hmm. but give us, give us a quick... Um, real quick summary of what the last ronin is about because i think it's a very cool concept very cool idea and it's something that does catch my attention the idea behind the last ronin is that there's only one turtle left we don't know how we don't know when uh hopefully issue two will uh shed some light on that um and it basically just kind of goes the first issue just kind of goes through him kind of going on a last almost like suicide mission to um to kill one of the villains which they allude to um being the person who caused the brother's deaths and things like that but nothing has been confirmed that they're actual I, I think nothing's been confirmed that they're actually dead yet. Um, he does have these kind of like astral forms of the brothers kind of following him around. And um, I I heard a rumor that, and I, and I think this is probably like 100% rumor, but there was a rumor that someone said, what if they didn't die, but he's just insane and in his in his in his head he's made up the idea of the other turtles but in i but in reality he's always been the last one and what's interesting that kind of conf- doesn't confirm it but uh there's a panel where he's kneeling down and he still has the bandanas of each of each um turtle and then there was another one that had said what if he took the persona of each turtle that was in his head and he would just throw on the other bandana Mm. so that's that's interesting i don't know if i would like that as much i think it'd be honestly the storyline of the other brothers getting killed and you know he's the last one and just going on a kind of a uh rampage and 
you know, going rogue and killing killing everyone for out of revenge. Essentially pulling a Hawkeye from Endgame, yeah, right? That right. type of Ronin. I think that's that makes for a really cool storyline. Honestly, to me, makes for a future movie if if that ends up being the storyline and how they how they deal with that. I think it's well. Imagine cool. if they adapted it the same way they did, like uh, the Joker or what was it? Um... The five Jokers or whatever. No, it was. the one I can't. I I always forget the title, but it's uh. Uh, what the, he has the camera. Oh, the killing joke. Yeah, the killing joke. Imagine if they adapted it like they did that, you know? Yeah. That would be... So, Sean, you said this is book two, right, in this storyline? The one, uh, book two is the one that has the Casey Jones mask. So, they're barely on two? Two is coming out? Two should be dropping on the 17th. Is this a... So, what I'm asking is, is this a story that you can get into... Just like, can someone who hasn't read anything previous to this just jump in and be okay, or should do, should they read something before this? I I think it's something that you could just jump into. Um, I think I think you'll lose a little bit of context if you don't already know who some of the characters are. Uh, there's things that allude to certain characters being like um, either like uh, like. Um, childs of previous characters or things like that you know uh you'll i think you just i think it's something you could jump into without giving too much away i think i think this is something you could jump into and not have to worry about it i mean i'm not i don't read the turtles uh the the main continuity line uh and i followed it pretty good I read it online and there's a bunch of ads that kept popping up and stuff like that because the, the book itself is one of those kind of covers that you don't want to bend because if you mm. do, you're just going to destroy it, you know? Yeah. So okay. if you were thinking about getting it graded or something like that, like you might as well not open it. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and which is why I bought a second printing of the first issue so I could read that. There you go. Yeah. I mean. That's any any collector that's with that collects figures too can probably relate to a certain extent. You know, yeah. if there's certain figures that that they don't want to take out of the box, you get a second. And the yep, first that. book of this is uh, the first print of the first of this is going for for high money right now, right? Isn't wasn't that a pretty sought uh, after book? Yeah, I saw it as I saw it as high as like eighty to a hundred. Um, I heard there was some other uh, listings on like eBay that had them going for like 150 plus. Um, oh, yeah, and I know a lot of other comic shops did some variants that looked really badass. Um, I think, I think you could find this book under 50 though. I think you can. Are second printings uh, pretty readily available now? Like, if someone wanted to get the first book. Um. They could be. It depends on how much your shop is willing to order. So at my shop, we had ordered... Originally, we had thought that they were only going to do like an allotment. Like you'd get Mm -hmm. like 25 copies or 50 copies or something like that. And that kind of didn't happen. So we got lucky and we were able to get a few more in. Um, But they weren't there for longer than a week. And then wow. soon after that, they dropped the the, the pre order for uh, the third printing. 
Oh, okay. So, if you find it, if you could f- even find a reprint of it, buy it because it's just getting harder and harder and harder to find these issues right now. Okay. Oh, interesting. I there's a lot more to that than I than I ever thought of that that <laughs> run. That's that looks to be pretty exciting. I'm. That's, yeah, this that's was a, a story one. that was supposed to drop like. I don't remember the exact date, but I want to say in the, maybe it was like the 80s or so, somewhere around there. Okay. Might have been a little bit, a little bit sooner. Interesting. But. Um. All right. Well, thank you, Sean, for, for your segment there. Very good. Moving on to back to some figure news. Uh, we're going to try and roll through this just for time's sake. Um, We'll start with some Hasbro hits here with, with some of the Fan First Friday news that came along. Uh, they released part of the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary for the original trilogy. They released three figures. Uh, there's the Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ben Kenobi, 6-inch. Uh, all of these, by the way, are Amazon exclusives. I think they're all sold out except for the Jawa. Last time I looked for twenty dollars or nineteen ninety nine, looked to be released around May first or spring of twenty twenty one for sure. Um, but there's also the Jawa and then Greedo, and the coloring of these goes back to obviously the old vintage Kenner, and you can see with the Obi Wan Kenobi, he's got that weird like folded back cloak thing mm. that he's got going on. Um, but yeah, these I know I. Want to say Obi Wan Kenobi sold out somewhat quick. I don't think it was like in minutes or anything, but yeah, these it's kind of a new uh, anniversary thing they're doing here. Um, oh, there's Greedo again, and yeah, like like I said, you can tell the colorings here is a little off. Now here I cheated a little bit. I kind of got an all-in-one picture for a bunch of other <laughs> figures they announced. Uh, thank you, Toy Arc. Credit them for the picture, but. I'm just gonna re- roll through uh, some of the other black series that they that they announced. We got the Elite Squad Trooper, which is the black trooper up there in the left hand corner. I believe it's that one is from the Bad Batch. I think show or part of the Clone Wars. Um, I think it's from the show. I don't know if I see. I don't remember seeing it in Clone Wars, but I think it's gonna be debuted in the Bad Batch show. Yeah, I think so too. They show them, I know they show them in the trailer. I just couldn't remember if they were yeah. in it at all in the background of the Clone Wars or not. Um, but he, so he's not an exclusive. Looks to be released June first, twenty twenty one. I know Hunter and Crosshair from the Bad Batch are coming. And uh, what's the big guy called again? He's Record. starting to sh- rec- yeah. He's starting to show up in Canadian exclusive. Or for Canadian exclusive, he'll eventually make it make his way to the U.S. But uh, I believe that he is starting to show up as well. Um, they also released four figures with retro style, the Phantom Menace packaging, that red card back. That I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember that yeah. card back. I had a ton of figures back in the day with with Wasn't that card there, back. Like everything. Phantom Menace was released with that kind of design. Like I think there was cups. Yep. Didn't we talk about cups once, or like Burger King cups or something? McDonald's. There was a red Phantom Menace cup like that. I think. 
Yeah, there's there's all types of toys back in the day that you could get at fast food places. Yeah. Um. One uh, one thing that the old figures came with is they came with these stupid things that never worked, and I never could get them to work. Where they're like these little rectangular clear like chips, soundboard yeah. chip things that yeah. you could put them on, and it was supposed to make noise, and they're you know they're supposed to talk or something. And uh-huh. I had so many of those figures, and none of them worked. I think one. I got, like, Qui-Gon Jinn to work one time or something. But, yeah, uh, it was it was interesting. So, the four that they're coming out with is the Battle Droid from The Phantom Menace, Jar Jar Binks. Now, something interesting to point out about Jar Jar Binks is they've already came out with a deluxe version of him where he comes with a shield and a staff. And that is... T- going for $29.99. This guy is also going for $29.99, but only comes with the staff. I don't think he comes with the shield. Yeah, no. Uh, there's Mace Windu and Qui-Gon Jinn as well. They, now, all of them, except for Jar Jar Binks, are $24.99, and they're all Best Buy exclusives. Uh, look to be street dated for 4-1-2021. So, April 1st, you can start looking out for them. They also teased kind of uh, in the video, kind of a what's in the pipeline type thing. Uh, they tease Tech from the Bad Batch or a Sing Zero, which is the droid from Mandalorian, uh, Cusca Reeves, Sasha Banks from the Mandalorian, and Gen- General Lando Calrissian from Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So those were a bunch of other things that they teased. Now with the Vintage Collection for Mario, sup Mario? Uh, he- they showed Darth Maul from the Clone Wars, part of the Mandalore version of him, along with Ahsoka Tano from their fight scene. They're both going for 13 bucks or $12.99 due to release summer of 2021. Uh, there's Paplu, Paplu, who's the Ewok there. Mm-hmm. Um, also do Leia, the Endor version, and ATST Driver. Also, $12.99, summer 2021. And then they also teased, but as of right now, no release for IG-11 from The Mandalorian and Lando Calrissian from Empire Strikes Back. Who, man? These were cool releases, man. The, uh, yeah, the, the Ahsoka Tanu. Yeah, the Ahsoka. I'm a Clone Wars collector, so the Ahsoka and the Darth Maul, I want. I missed the pre-order for them. Um, I think they're on Big Bad or something, though, so you can get them yeah. there, but... Uh, and then the Best Buy exclusives, the whole wave. I wanted to pre-order those, all four of them. But because of the original two releases with OV-1 and Darth Maul that I didn't get because it was a... Was it a Toy Fair exclusive last year or the year before? I don't Something remember. like that, yeah. And those are both selling for like over 100 bucks. So oh. I could not have these four like on card on my wall without the other two so i ended up passing on these but that the cards look good yeah i could i could see them coming out with kind of a repack or something of those exclusives again hasbro you know finds excuses to to come out with the same figures you know print more money Mm. um now moving on to marvel makes the legend series marvel legends God, they're pretty quiet. They've developed into one of the more quiet lines of Hasbro that they do. Uh, they they typically have big drops, but you know they're they're few and far between. 
it's been a while since we've had a wave release, I feel like. But anyways, um, they released this Maestro figure uh, going for 30 bucks. It's about the same size as like the Venom and everything like that. Um, and this is due to release in fall of 2021 or probably August sometime. Uh, speaking of Venom, Jason, if you're listening, uh, I am shipping out your figure tomorrow along with as you know he was a winner from our last episode and then eddie mm-hmm. i gotta ship your figure out too but uh but yeah and sean are you big maestro fan but sean. he does have a comic book out right now <laughs> what what did you say you you like yeah. uh cut out at the beginning what you said there uh i, I was saying that uh that i never really followed him but he has a comic book that's out right now so it's funny, okay. uh, my buddy is a big comic guy, and he's super into Maestro, so I sent him this. Because there isn't a ton of Maestro stuff out there. There really isn't. Definitely so I not. Sent him Did this. they do a Toy Biz did something? Probably. I'm not sure. But um, they're really milking that Hulk body, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot For of sure. I think I've seen some people complaining about that, that uh, it's the exact same body just with the maestro head on it and like and the gauntlets and they could have like done some armor for him because i guess i don't know anything about maestro but i guess he wears armor and stuff and i think oh, the head okay. sculpt looks really good though yeah uh, and yeah if he's supposed to have armor that's legit complaints but from what i've my own experience like the venom and toxin figures i think those bodies have been fantastic and i know that greg um from our, from the group from the auxiliary group he loves the Hulk, those Hulk figures too. You know the red one, the regular one that they've done in the past. He really likes the way they've been done. But yeah, I can see the complaints if he's supposed to have armor on. I think it's the new, the new series that Sean was talking about, where he has like yeah. a suit on or something. He's okay. Um, but uh, the only complaint I had the the original Hulk from the what is it, the Wolverine two pack that was on this mold. Yeah. Uh, I like the butterfly joints, but I wish they went forward too. Cause like you can get his arm back to like get ready to do the clap or whatever, and I just wish like he could come forward and you know, that's the only thing I don't like about the body. But other than that, fair enough. Yeah, then that's good. a that's a big move too for him. Yeah. Um. So Hasbro also had a couple releases finally, or a couple a couple news things to check out with within GI Joe. Uh, one of the releases that they showed. I believe it's now sold out. This was a Pulse exclusive for $40 or $39.99. Um, and it looks to be shipping any time, I believe. But it's the Fortnite G.I. Joe collab Snake Eyes. Zero point edition. So he comes with a bunch of Fortnite accessories. Uh, he kind of looks half Fortnite, half Snake Eyes. E. I shared him in the group and a lot of people were kind of like what's this so i don't think i i honestly wasn't that interested in in him i don't think it's a really a ton of what we want to of what we're looking for um this this brings up questions of like what can they do with the fortnite line with other licenses i don't know if they did it because this is hasbro right so who's doing the other fortnite line that's really popular right now I believe it's Jazzwares. So, I wonder if since they can do 
uh, Snake Eyes if they can, because they also Fortnite just came out with a Predator, the original Predator. They can't. They have uh, Master mm. Chief on there. They have you know all the Marvel characters, obviously. But wouldn't it be cool? I didn't get the Snake Eyes, but I think it'd be cool to see a Predator like Fortnite, like in Fortnite style, or like a Master Chief in Fortnite style. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, if they did it like this line, but that they may have only did this because it's GI Joe. Yeah, no, that yeah, that probably is. I I thought it was an interesting thing, and yeah, like you said, it could really kind of open up a a whole new Pandora's box there. A whole new rabbit hole. Um, so another thing they announced is that Walgreens <laughs> is getting Wave 3 for G.I. Joe's. <laughs> I know, in the, in the groups, a lot of people are like, oh my god, those Walgreens workers don't know what's it, what they're in for. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> they're... <laughs> <laughs> because you know obviously everyone knows how you know the whole conundrum with target employees um gi joes things like that we've we've touched on that subject a whole a lot you know do employees get first first uh first dibs at these sort of things is that right i know zach and dean have covered it quite a bit <laughs> um in my mind i think it's something that needs to be defined uh my opinion before you know i think it needs to be defined as an actual perk to a job if that's part of one of the perks on why you get a job there is because you have first access to some things by all means fair enough it's yours if it's something you're doing as a snake reselling and something you shouldn't be doing then it's fucked up but yeah it should still be limited to like if there's like four figures you can only get one if you work. Oh there or right, whatever, you know what I mean. Yeah, it should be limited regardless to anyone, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah. I think I've it seen... makes a difference. I think it makes a difference though if you're a collector. Like if you're if you work there and you're a collector, then you know you should be able to buy it. If yeah. they know that you collect that kind of stuff, like if you tell them, that's one of the things they asked before I got hired. Like, what are the things that you're into? You know, like what. But to help with like the knowledge of like also where to place you, but like if like you what you're saying if like you're just picking them up because you're catching on that like you know these guys are showing up first thing in the morning trying to buy them out so that they could go flip them somewhere else, then yeah I don't think that's cool. Yeah, I was a uh, right. I was actually at a Target yesterday, um, because my girlfriend wanted me to buy her these limited edition Lady Gaga Oreos. Oh, <laughs> and. uh I went to. I always check the toys when I'm at Target, even if I'm not gonna buy anything. So I went over there, and uh, um, they had the. They were doing. They were stocking, and I saw they had the DC uh, McFarland stuff on his cart that he was stocking. So I asked the guy, like, "Hey, can I take a look at those? Like, what's in those boxes right there?" And the guy told me that Target has a new policy that they cannot let collectors or like customers look at anything until they have it on the shelf so once he stocked it on the shelf then i can grab and look at whatever i want but they, huh. they're not allowed to open the boxes for customers because of how rude collectors can be to the employees fair enough and yeah it kind of alludes to the joke i was i was saying uh where 
<laughs> where the guys in the groups were like those poor bastards at Walgreens. Um, so wave three, what it what it entails is Zartan, Flint, uh, Lady J, Cobra Infantry, and repaints from wave one that they did without the shiny gold. Mm. Um, and I know we stay away from this, the Diamond Select toys, but I thought it was worth mentioning. They're starting up a new line of seven-inch figures. These, this is series one of Lord of the Rings. They're starting with Legolas and Gimli for $24.99 each, release in March. And they'll eventually create a 13-inch Build-A-Figure Sauron. 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 Shut up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all we got. Uh, I want to kind of dive into our Patreons. Thank you guys so much. Um, I think Zach Zach talked about how I was I'm I have new equipment coming thanks to you guys. Um, <laughs> it's probably pretty needed by this point. I think I think Eddie and Mario have better equipment than I do at at, at right now. Um, but false. I want to thank what <laughs> I said false. Um, Sean, I'll give you the honor of reading off the Patreon list here. Oh man. So we want to thank Ben Porter, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric uh, Marisol, uh, Quinn Aguirre, Mario Hernandez, King Leo Lee, Hernandez. Lee, sorry, Leo Hernandez. Oh, King Lemur. Louis, <laughs> uh, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Dan, uh, Dan Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Krant, Jason Nelson, Big Fern, uh, King Zachary, uh, Caesar Marquin, uh, Eddie Mendez, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, Sean Yatsi, uh, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, Steve and Maria Stanley, Lord Voldetort, and Eddie Manzanares. That wasn't bad. bad. Yeah, yeah your bad. first time around, that was, that was pretty good. I don't even remember what Just, I said for Leo Hernandez. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think he, Mario. I think he, he called him Mario. I Mario he skipped to the end of the that, list. I, I know, like, right? What, what uh, ben Porter and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. And the February Patreon benefits. We got the ins and outs of collecting magnet. There's Eddie's brand for you. Uh, and then the Sweet. Gooch Grease. Right. The Gooch. Making, what? Making the debut. Oh, hell yeah. Is that it? Yeah, this is the magnet. I need me one of those, Eddie. You can get it. I need one. Ask Zach, dude. Uh, and then we got the Gooch Grease. <laughs> 100% natural ointment. This is the first time I paid attention to that goddamn sticker. <laughs> uh, and that sticker goes to the Crispy and What a Guy tier exclusives. Um, and real quick, you know, we got the Sweet Angel at $5 a month where you get a sticker sent to you and then access to Ox After Dark replays. Certified Crispy for 15 a month. This includes the uh, official Certified Crispy certificate on First Pledge. Assistance with figure fixes by Zach. Uh, he says to message him beforehand to confirm it's possible. Just send it to him. Don't ask him. He <laughs> and the benefits of the previous tier and then the what a guy. You get everything with the other ones along with the 18 by 24 silhouette. 
poster, um, and then you get doubles of all the stickers. And then you get one sculpt a year painted by Darkside Customs after three months of of committing to that. That it in itself is worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. Ian does a great job over there at Darkside Customs. Hit him up if you ever need anything repainted. Uh, we, you know, we definitely announce consistently two pieces of the hobby that is big and that one is head sculpts and printing that with with our sponsor and then the other one is obviously the painting that and that's where Ian with Darkside Customs can get you taken care of and here we got our new updated list we got small talk now it's somewhat updated we don't have the logo updated yet like I said there's some creativeness that's thoughts that are going to be put into it thanks Fernando uh, he said he likes the new small talk logo uh, that small talk logo was actually made by Zach. It's kind of what I already had envisioned of somewhat blending the two together. Um, I still want to, I still want to kind of go over some things with Sean, brainstorm on some ideas. If anyone else has any ideas, feel free to throw them at me, PM me on, on Facebook. But you know, we got small talk, we got some collecting weekly show, we got OFAC auction, the joy of hobbying, creeps are us, collecting rarities. Good old after dark and the ins and outs of collecting. Good first show with the ins and outs of collecting. Congratulations, Eddie oh, and Mario, on that one. You guys did a great job. It's fun. Thanks, fun man. To listen. It's a lot of I, fun to film. Yeah, I I listened to that actually while uh, while I was piecing the show sheet together last last night and doing some work on the show. So it was it was a good thing to kind of sort out. But yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Small Talk. This is the show where we talk about absolutely nothing important at all. My name is Dylan. My name is Sean. I'm Eddie. Thanks, guys.